would like to welcome everyone back to a brand new episode of the Our View podcast, where we aim to educate, raise awareness, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. I am happy to welcome uh, my first guest for the season, uh, Lolita Molina. Thank you for uh, joining me today. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time out to, uh, you know, join me today and, and to share your story and um, to share with everyone all of the amazing things that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So can you start off by sharing with us who you are? Tell us a little bit about Lolita. <laughs> uh, well, I was born in Siberia. I'm a first generation immigrant. I was brought to the United States um, by a foster family with the intent to adopt. At the age of two, I was left paralyzed by the foster father uh, in an act of child abuse. And then I was immediately adopted by my current family. And I grew up with eight sisters and a brother out of the 10 of us, seven of us. were. So I saw all different forms of life uh, under one roof, which was never a dull moment in my family. I, I grew up with sisters who had all different forms of disabilities or disorders from deaf, uh, paralysis, you name it. Um, <laughs> I probably had it, but I I learned a lot from them because I had, again, so many different types of people from all different aspects of human life under one roof, which was really interesting. I fell in love with the arts by bonding with my mother over old time films. I bonded with my father over learning anything and everything. He loved education and I loved absorbing all the information. And then I grew up to really, really love acting, writing, telling stories, creating stories, and bringing them to fruition, which was really, really fun to do even into my adulthood. Wow, that's great. I um, it, it's <laughs> large families are um, always fun. I, uh, you know, I I grew up with one uh, sibling, and then I have um, some half siblings. My father uh, had previous marriage before he married my mom. Um, but my dad, he's one of 10 and my mom is one of seven, but my maternal grandmother is one of like 15. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, having a large family is, uh, you know, really, really great. And, and as you said, you know, having the experiences that you've had with all of your siblings and just learning about different, um, you know, different lifestyles and, and different people. And, and it's all, uh. It's all a good time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, if you are comfortable with sharing, can you uh, share a little bit more um, about your story of how you acquired your disability? Yes. So it was an act of child abuse from the foster father. The details, they're all, they all range from different versions of what he said versus what was, like, did happen leading up to it. I'm never going to know, I think, fully, but I think it's best that it happened at so young of an age because I cannot miss what I don't remember. Hi, Luna. <laughs> and so I I grew up with sister. My adopted parents are boomers, so I was raised very much so in a Gen X mentality and lifestyle growing up, especially with so many siblings who were far older than me. So growing up 
we it was fair game didn't matter if you had a disability didn't matter if you couldn't hear if you couldn't walk <laughs> sisters don't care so i think that was best to grow up in an environment where everything was just so normal it was just our version of normal um there was no i don't want to say coddling but there was no sheltering mm -hmm. to to living life with disabilities and i think that was probably best case scenario for growing up with a disability, which was, I never cared enough about it. <laughs> I don't know how else to it. I just, yeah, I, I, I sit down all the time. I can't, I can't move my legs, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> that was yes. kind of my motto growing up. It is what it is. <laughs> I, um, I can uh, relate to the you know, as, as you said, your your sisters, your siblings just didn't care. It was, you know, you have a disability and, um, you know, growing up with my sister, she's uh, about 18 months older than I am. And, you know, we all we always just used to argue and fight and everything like <laughs> like every other sibling pair would do. And, <laughs> you know, it was funny. My mom would always say one of these days he's using this wheelchair and he's using these crutches. He's going to be stronger than you. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to be careful. He's going to hurt you. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, I can definitely relate to that part of, uh, of your story where, um, you know, my parents taught me I had to do things differently, but I could do things. So there, there wasn't any, uh, you know, not, not too long of, of feeling bad for yourself. Uh, that was not, you know, that was not allowed too much. <laughs> whenever I go to physical therapy or see specialists, I think that also really helped because they also never did the whole pity thing, nor did they ever kind of try to do the, I call it the fake empathy or the empowerment. I don't know how else to really word it. Uh -huh. So this became so accustomed to the idea of, making dark humor of it that's kind of my whole thing i i i I'm, I'm glad that i wasn't raised in a very sheltered environment you mm -hmm. know what i mean i was very very grateful for that now being an adult <laughs> yes i was just gonna say it really helped out um it really helped me become the adult that i am uh today yeah. and again to have like you said the therapist and and everyone surrounding you to have that same to be on the same page and say like, okay, like, you know, it's rough, but yeah, you can get through it. It is what it is, like you said, <laughs> you know? Uh, so it's it's really, um, you know, it's it's great looking back now, of course, sometimes when I was younger, I, you know, I didn't appreciate it, but now as an adult and living in my own apartment and things like that and driving a car, it, it's really, uh, you know, I can relate it back to those, those times when I was pushed a little harder than I wish I, you know, than I wish I had been and, <laughs> But it's uh... my, mother, my mother said I was almost too bubbly as a child. Ah. <laughs> yeah. people, I had, you know, the occasional adults who would just be so forward and asking why. And again, I had sisters who had no filter. I had sisters who had very dark humor. And I just kind of would parrot the material they gave me. <laughs> and I would say, oh, I went skydiving. I didn't realize you needed a parachute. Um, I swam with sharks. Turns out they weren't nurse sharks. Uh, what was another one that I would use? <laughs> For other children, 
and that I didn't eat enough vegetables oh, as yes. a child. I didn't eat enough. Um, now I say that I skip leg day because I'm very lazy. Ah. <laughs> yes, the vegetable one, that's really good. That's a, that's a fun one. <laughs> Scary for children, I'm sure, but it's funny. <laughs> oh, wow. So you, you mentioned, um, you know, your love of, of musical theater. And I love what you said about, um, you know, watching the old time movies with your mom and then your, your dad and his interests and in, in gaining, um, you know, some, some things from him, from both sides, from both of your parents. That was really uh, great to hear. And, and as I do this podcast more often with guests and, um, you know, as I've al already shared with you here, um, seeing parallels between like, my guests, the lives of my guests and myself. So like with my parents, my mom was more of um, into music. So like my love of music comes from my mom. I can relate that back to my mom and my dad too. Um, but my dad was, he was one of those people that just knew a little bit about everything. And it was just like, how? I'm like, <laughs> like, how do you know this? And I can remember sitting and watching Jeopardy with him as a kid. And he would just like run the whole board with the, <laughs> yeah. He would run the whole board with the people and it's like how do you know this stuff and then now as a 42 year old every time i'm home at 7 p.m here on the east coast i sit and watch jeffrey i'm like oh gosh <laughs> like i'm turning into my father the board yes i'm turning into my father it's so funny um so you, you mentioned that you uh have a love of musical theater and you got your start there uh, as an actress so my question is to uh Turn it a little light, a little the conversation, a little more light. Who would you say is your favorite character that you have played in a show, and why? I didn't get to play it in front of an audience, but I was the understudy for Tyler Lily in Peter Pan when I was younger. And my this moment for that was the girl wasn't there for a dress rehearsal. I don't I don't know why she wasn't there, and so I'm rolling out and. I didn't have her microphone attached to me because I couldn't, I couldn't find it to be honest with you. I don't know where it went. And so I go to just say the line in front of just, you know, the parents who are in the audience with their kids who are in the show and then the other actors. And in the, our director knew that I didn't have the mic and thought that I wasn't just, I wasn't going to say anything. So at the same time I said it, she said it and everyone went, Whoa. <laughs> everyone um and we both just kind of sat and stood there in silence thinking well that was funny so that was my funniest moment and it scared everyone including myself <laughs> oh wow that's great i um i also love uh theater in general and um i live in new jersey so i love when i'm able to get into new york to see uh some shows and on broadway and um, <clears throat> one of my guests on a previous uh, season, Allie Stroker, I had her as a guest on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's great. She and I have become uh, friends uh, over the years. We have a mutual friend who introduced us a couple years ago. Um, so it's it's really uh, you know theater is is great, and I'm happy to see uh, people like yourself and Allie who have disabilities, physical disabilities, that are out and. Um, well, I don't sing. <laughs> no. <laughs> but just to be out on the stage and to um, 
you know, having these roles and, and uh, you know, just to see the representation is, uh, you know, so important, I think. So it's, uh, you know, I just thought that would be a, a fun question to ask, and I'm glad you answered it that way. That was funny. <laughs> oh, so, it's memorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the things I uh, recently saw you posting about um, was the Rolettes experience. Uh, that was, it took place, I think, over the summer. Uh, we're recording yeah. this in September now, uh, which is so hard to believe. So um, can you share a, a little bit about the Rolettes experience and um, tell us what uh, what does being a part of such a group uh, with other disabled women uh, and that whole experience, what does that mean to you and how has it impacted your life? It was It was funny because this was a long time coming as in three years because Chelsea was she the I think she found me first through TikTok um one of my dance videos and so we became mutuals through Instagram because of that because our our TikTok DMs never work so we became friends through that and then I later found out her management found me probably a couple months later and Look at her. She's so cool. <laughs> so she was like, oh, I already know who she is. And I invited her to the Rolettes in 2020, at the, but then 2020. And so I couldn't go and they had to get And then 2021, I was invited, but I was away doing work um, oh. with, I couldn't go to that. Then 2022, I had business things lined up for that film and I could not go because they week. And so finally, she said, can you please just roll your ass over here already? <laughs> and so finally, I was able to <laughs> So I, I, was, I was nervous that I wasn't going to live up to, obviously, their expectations of me. <laughs> um, because I'm a very much a perverted person. Um, I don't mean to be. But going there and seeing them finally... All in person they're all just as lovely if not more so in person it was an interesting experience because <laughs> I, only, I only grew up with my sister who's in a wheelchair i had no other friends or people in my community i live in a very small area and it was different to to wheel into a convention hall and just see a, a bunch of wheelchairs everywhere it was crazy and and then seeing the little kids zoom past me, just mm -hmm. I swear I blinked. I was back to when I was six or seven years old, wheeling through Walmart with my mom through the aisles. <laughs> it, it was crazy. And I think it was just so interesting for me to see, again, these little kids were in wheelchairs that were to their size. I had never seen a wheelchair made for a kid. I had mm -hmm. a wheelchair that was adult size and I had to grow into it. Wow. I thought that was just... That was just so interesting to me to see how much things have progressed mm -hmm. for people who are either paralyzed or wheelchair bound at a young age. That was the most interesting thing for me to see. And I befriended a lot of people, some from Japan, some from Canada. I met people who were from Shanghai. I met people from all over the world. And I didn't know it was that big of a thing. Wow. I had no idea that this had this far of a net. For people and I thought that was so cool. <laughs> wow, that's so great. I um 
had a very brief conversation with Chelsea. Um, I asked her to be on the podcast and at the time she said that she wasn't taking anything else on her plate. And then maybe a week or two <laughs> after, well, a week or two after that, she made the announcement that she was pregnant. <laughs> you know, so oh, I was like, oh, I, I said, oh, now it makes sense. I got it. <laughs> but, uh, what, seven months old now, she is quite a little character because she was there at the yeah. experience <laughs> and walking on stage and you'll just hear, ah, more like not so much a child crying it was more so mom right it was really <laughs> oh that is so great yeah i um it was just so funny because she she said oh i wish you you know wish you the best with your podcast and i'm just not taking anything on you know anything else on right now and i was like okay i understand i just you know i know what you're doing is really cool and so yeah and then it was like two weeks later i said oh my gosh like that's so exciting <laughs> that's so great <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I did, I saw your post about that and um, you know, I just wanted to hear what your experience was. And um, you know, it is, it, it's really exciting to see um, so many things that are available for uh, children and adults with disabilities at this time, because I'm, like I said, I'm 42. So when I was growing up, there was, very, there are very limited things that were available, um, ad events and experiences for those with disabilities. So um, even the work I do outside of uh, the work I do with the podcast, I work with an organization that builds inclusive playgrounds. So, you know, that didn't exist at all. Like it, there was nothing <laughs> that existed like that when I was, uh, you know, younger. So now we're uh, helping to change that. So it's really um, exciting and encouraging to see that, uh, things like the Rolettes experience are, are happening and growing by, uh, by every year that they, they have the, uh, the event. <clears throat> oh, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I want to get back into the, uh, the world of the arts. So can you share with us who your favorite artist is? That can be music, movies, a writer, um, visual artist or painter. Um, I would say, it, I <laughs> so when it comes to a lot of like artists and celebrities, I think the only one that would truly make me go <laughs> is Merle Streep. Oh yes, <laughs> I, I Merle Streep, Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, who else did I grow up with? Ashley Judd, of course. Uh, all of those celebrities, because those were the people that my mom watched the most often uh -huh. on TV and in movies. So I feel like those celebrities, I, since I watched them so often, it'd be so cool to see them in person and say, I love the river wild and mom <laughs> and my like top five, like favorite musical of all time. You said mama Mia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. That was a good movie. That was fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> I but um artist, um, even like in music, my mother played 50s, 60s, 70s music all day every day. My father played folk music from Ireland, Scotland area, and um Appalachian folk style music as well as musicals. Cool. So I had 
all of that under one roof, which was a lot of fun. So wow. for musical artists, I saw the Celtic woman a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I would love to see them again because they were by far the best concert I had ever been to was wow. the Celtic woman. Wow. Yeah, I've heard, I haven't seen them, but they, um, I know uh, people that have, and they say it's a great, a really great show. Oh, they're wonderful. <laughs> and, uh, Melinda on TikTok, she does that folk style music. Um, I just saw her the other day uh, at a concert. Oh, and wow. she is just as vocally talented. And I would not be surprised if one day she said, I joined the Celtic woman because she would <laughs> write in. so uh what motivates you to get up in the morning are you driven by relationships money success or what (laughs) you like coffee (laughs) iced coffee yes that i i I get that that sounds like a joke but i am very much serious (laughs) yes (laughs) girl i'm a simple woman i like iced coffee I know I will have it in the morning that's what wakes me up so to wrap up our conversation can you can you share where people can find out more about you um any websites or social media uh handles that you would like to mention (laughs) uh you can find me on my primary social medias are tiktok instagram youtube patreon and they are all lolita molina I tried to make it as simple as possible. Uh, so anyone can find me uh, under Lolita Molina on all of those social media platforms. That's great. Yes. So thank you, Lolita, for uh, joining me today for this conversation and um, for sharing your experience. I know that uh, sometimes for people with disabilities, we are asked to share our stories um, and it's not a comfortable situation to do. So I, um, really appreciate you uh, taking the time to share your story and, um, you know, your experiences and everyone, please go follow Lolita on uh, all those social media platforms. Uh, I, as I told you, I enjoy your content and um, every now and then I'll catch your lives that you do and uh, on TikTok. Or <laughs> so it's really, uh, you know, it's, it's great to uh, meet you virtually and uh, I look forward to Um, you know, our paths crossing again sometime in the future. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, you're welcome.